Mirza Ghulam Ahmad the Promised Messiah and Second Coming has given arguments from Bible in his book Jesus in India that Jesus did not die on the cross. I will give here first of his arguments. Christians believe that Jesus was arrested and crucified. Owing to his betrayal by Judas Iscariot, was later resurrected, and raised to heaven. A detailed study of the gospel, however, disproves this notion altogether. It is written in Matthew chapter 12 verse 40. Belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights. In the heart of the earth. Now it is obvious that Jonah did not die in the belly of the whale, all that happened was that he went into a swoon. Or a coma. The holy books of God bear witness that Jonah, by the grace of God, remained in the belly of the whale. Alive, came out alive, and his people ultimately accepted him. If then Jesus had died in the belly of the earth, what resemblance could there be between the dead and the living, and vice versa? The truth is, that Jesus was a true prophet and he knew that God, who loved him, would save him from an accursed death. Therefore, on the basis of divine revelation, he prophesied in the form of a parable and positively intimated that he would not die on the cross. Nor would he give up his ghost on the accursed wood, on the contrary, like the prophet Jonah, he would only be in a state of swoon. In the parable, he had also hinted that he would come out of the bowels of the earth and join his people and would be honored like Jonah. This prophecy was also fulfilled, for Jesus came out of the bowels of the earth and went to his tribes who lived in the eastern countries like Kashmir and Tibet. These were the ten tribes of the Israelites who 721 years before Jesus had been taken captive and forced to leave Samaria by Shalmaneser, king of Asur. They eventually came to India and settled in various parts of the country. Jesus had to make this journey for the divine object underlying his mission was to meet the lost tribes of Israel who had settled in different parts of India. This was because these were the lost sheep of Israel, who had renounced their ancestral faith after settling in these parts, and most of them had become Buddhists, and gradually started worshipping idols. Dr. Bernier, on the authority of a number of eminent scholars, states in his travels that the Kashmiris in reality are the Jews who had migrated to this country during the political turmoil in the days of the king of Asur. In any case, it was incumbent upon Jesus to find out the whereabouts of the lost sheep who had got mixed with the local people after coming to India. I shall presently produce evidence to prove that Jesus did in fact come to India and then, by stages, traveled to Kashmir and discovered the lost sheep of Israel among Buddhists, who ultimately accepted him the way Jonah was accepted by his people. This was inevitable, for Jesus himself said in so many words that he had been sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Otherwise too, he must needs have escaped death on the cross, for it was stated in the holy book that whoever was connotation which it would be cruel and unfair to apply to a chosen one of God like Jesus, for, according to the agreed view of all whose mother tongue is Arabic, or curse, s heart. A man is said to be accursed when his heart, having been estranged from God, becomes dark, when, deprived of divine mercy and of divine love, devoid absolutely of his knowledge, blind and deaf like Satan, he is saturated with the poison of unbelief. When there remains not a ray of divine love and knowledge in him, 
when the bonds of love and loyalty are broken, and between him and God, mutual hatred and disdain and spite and hostility take root, so much so that they become enemies, and God becomes weary of him and he becomes weary of God, in short, he becomes an heir to all the attributes of the devil. That is why the devil himself is called the accursed. The connotation of the word accursed is so foul and unclean that it can never apply to a righteous person who entertains the love of God in his heart. It is a pity that Christians did not consider the significance of curse when they invented this belief, otherwise, they could never have used such a degrading word for a righteous man like Jesus, estranged from God, that he had denied his existence, hated him and had become his enemy. Can we ever imagine that Jesus ever felt in his heart of hearts that he was alienated from God, that he was an enemy of God, and that he was totally lost in the darkness of unbelief and denial? But while Jesus never experienced such feelings in his heart was always full of the light of divine love and knowledge, then, my worthy intellectuals, how can we ever say that not one, but thousands of curses descended upon Jesus with all their evil significance? God forbid, this could never be. How then can we believe that Jesus was accursed? What a pity, that once a man has expressed an opinion or taken his stand on a certain doctrine, he is ill-inclined to turn back from it, even if all its ills are exposed before him. It is praiseworthy indeed to seek salvation if it is based on authentic reality, but where is the sense in a desire for salvation which kills truth and countenances the belief regarding a holy prophet and perfect man, that he passed through a state in which he was totally estranged from God. And instead of unreserved and single-minded submission, there appeared in him a strangeness and alienation, even enmity and hatred, and that darkness filled his heart in place of light. Remember, this kind of thinking not only detracts from the dignity of the prophethood of Jesus but is also derogatory to his claim to spiritual eminence, holiness, love, and knowledge of God, to which he gives repeated expression in the Gospels. Just look it up in the New Testament where Jesus claims that he is the light and the guide of the world, that he has a relationship of great love with God, that he has been blessed with a pure birth and that he is the beloved Son of God. How then, in spite of these pure and holy ties, can the unholy attributes of a curse be ascribed to Jesus? No, this can never be so. There cannot be the least doubt therefore that Jesus was not crucified, and did not die on the cross, for his person did not deserve the stigma of death on the cross. Not having been crucified, he was also spared the unclean consequence of the curse, and this no doubt proves that he did not physically go to heaven, since ascension was a constituent part of the whole scheme and a corollary of crucifixion, it necessarily follows. That is he was neither accursed nor did he go to hell for three days, nor for that matter did he die on the cross, the second part of the scheme, namely, that of ascension, also stands nullified.